Good morning, Sakina. Now, Chris, uh, Japan's stock market rebounded this morning after falling heavily yesterday. What's causing that? Yeah, a, a number of things, Sakina. Um, I think uh, yesterday a lot of uh, investors and speculators around the world got a big fright with the, the fact that uh, Japan went technically into recession. And I use the word technically advisedly because um, we're talking about the kind of the standard technical definition of two successive quarters of negative economic growth. And they had minus 1.6 in, uh, in, in, the, in, in the third quarter, which put them into this technical recession. And um, technically what, what's happened here is if you, if you look at this components of GDP um, in Japan, you'll find that private inventory, private stock investment, um, coupled with a much stronger import uh, bill, um, which subtracts from GDP, that's what really pushed uh, the, the, the country into recession. So the question then arises, are they going to, um, are they going to stay in recession or are they going to come out of it? Um, now, it's interesting, if you go back what, the past 20, 25, 30 years, uh, Japan's effectively been in recession uh, since about 1989, you know, it, it interrupted only on a couple of, on, on a few occasions, should I say. So um, the rebound that we saw this morning, I think, is the realization coming in that uh, this situation of technical recession is probably only going to last uh, for, for, for this quarter. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think by quarter four, we're probably going to see them coming out again, because um, I think if you look back historically, only on about one or two occasions have we seen private inventory investment staying as low as it currently is. Um, I think you'd have to have something like 5.9 trillion yen. That's, that's a big figure in anyone's book, uh, or more in quarter four for, for that to occur again. So I think we're likely to see a big rebound. Barclays Capital is looking for about uh, plus 3.7% in quarter four. And for the, for the year as a whole, I think coming in at about uh, 0.5%, next year 1.1%, and the following year 2.1%. Basically what we're saying is that um, Mr. Shinzo Abe, the Prime Minister, I think his reforms are on track. I think this, this probably frightened him a bit um, in the sense that we were going to be looking for uh, a VAT increase in October next year. That's probably going to be postponed. Um, I think it highlights the fragility of this, this turnaround in the, 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 the Japanese economy. But nevertheless, I think uh, probably on track to get back to some sort of normality. And I think that's what the markets are probably perceiving. Mm. And then uh, just looking at uh, something here at home, Mr. Price. Now, they've confounded the pundits with a very strong interim earnings growth yesterday. What's the secret behind that, Chris? Uh, now, this is a very special company. Um, we've had almost 30 years of unbroken earnings and dividend growth out of uh, this Durban-based company. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's interesting because um, although uh, some people prefer, uh, refer to it as being cheap, um, and it, it is offering uh, fashion at, at a relatively low price, uh, I think you have to distinguish it from genuinely cheap operations like the likes of Pepcor and Ackermann's. You know, I'm not being derogatory to these companies, but, you know, they are offering something quite different, I think, to, to, to Mr. Price. And Mr. Price is, is attracting a different type of demographic. It's very much a destination shop by people who can and not necessarily have to uh, 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 down trade, if you like. Earnings per share up, what, 23% in the interim. Divi is up about the same. Uh, and that turnover growth is coming from a variety of sources, a lot of innovation taking place there. Um, online, this is, in my opinion, the best online retailer we have in, in the country by far, particularly with their, their click-and-collect type of approach. But they're also growing very, very nicely in the rest of Africa. They started their African operations outside of South Africa some years ago, and they really are growing very, very rapidly indeed. We're now looking at about 85 to 9% of their sales coming out of the rest of Africa. Ghana, just to highlight that, looking at 40% sales growth. 
When I spoke to the company about a year ago, they said that their store in, in Accra and Ghana um, competes with the best you have down in South Africa. So I think African side going very, very well indeed. Um, also, don't forget, this is a cash retailer. And in a situation mm. where, you, where you've got the um, unsecured credit retailers taking a real beating at this point in time, I think there's no doubt about it that cash retailers like Mr. Price are undoubtedly taking market share away from those retailers. So you put it all together, Sakina, you've got a, a marvelous uh, success story and, and long may it continue. And certainly we need some good news. And uh, just very quickly uh, here, Chris, I wanted to talk to you about the Chinese property prices because uh, they seem to keep falling. Yeah, we had the, the Chinese Composite, composite Index, the, the Shanghai Composite Index, uh, falling what, 0.4% this morning. And I think largely due to, to falling house prices. Now, the Chinese authorities have this strange dichotomy. On the one hand, they want to try and keep um, uh, property bubbles at bay. But on the other hand, they want to keep uh, <laughs> home prices not, not falling out of bed. And in the, the, the latest survey we have, we saw uh, property prices, home prices falling in 69 out of 70 cities in October versus September. So, you know, again, it puts them in a delicate position. On the one hand, they, they want to keep this economy bubbling around at about 7%. At the same time, they want to try and control this, um, the, 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 the property price boom, which we saw earlier this year, which is now coming under control. So, look, I think um, one has to be careful on this one. Um, the Chinese economic miracle is still very much intact, but if it were to go significantly below 7% for any period of time, I think the, you would see the Chinese authorities being concerned about civil insurrection in certain parts of the, across the country. So um, I think it's one of these indicators that we've got to watch very, very closely in China in the longer term.